The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you got to check this out. New customers bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code ROSS. That's code ROSS for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. If you'd like to make your NFL games a little more interesting, you've come to the right place. It's the Even Money Podcast with Ross Tucker and Steve Fezzik. Yeah, Vegas, baby, Vegas. It is the Even Money Podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Oft imitated, never duplicated, 30 minutes or less. We're going to recap how we did the week before so we can keep ourselves honest and you can see how we're grading and and performing through the season. And then we're going to give you our pick for each and every game. By we, I mean me, Ross Tucker, former NFL offensive lineman, five teams, seven years, a long time ago now at this point. Now I just have a bunch of podcasts, a bunch of media gigs, Army, Miami, Ohio, Saturday, Eagles pregame, Monday night. Love it. This past weekend, I was able to do that Chiefs-Ravens game, which was amazing. Please check me out on social media, at Ross Tucker NFL, or us out, at Ross Tucker Pod. Any of your feedback is always appreciated. And as a friendly reminder, you can get all of our picks, all of our bets, in written form on the unbelievable spreadsheet from our Tuckhead grades. If you become a Tuckheads member, at patreon.com slash rtmedia. You don't need to write them down while you're working out or commuting. Just go to patreon.com slash rtmedia and become a patron at the Tuckhead level. That way you get the unbelievable knowledge of at Fezzik Sports. His name's Steve, Steve Fezzik, the only two-time winner of the Super Bowl of professional football gambling, the Super Contest at the Westgate Casino, and Steve, it wasn't easy. In fact, it was a struggle. And for both of us, it came down to last night's game. But guess what, buddy? We were both in the black again. We were both up one unit. Whew. There's a lot to get into, man. It was a heck of a weekend. It was a whirlwind, but we got into it. We got it. Let's start with the Thursday nighter. We always recap quickly. Giants and Washington scored 59 points, went way over the over, including over your two-unit bet, Steve, on the first half under of 20 and a half. Man, 
I was no, I don't think anybody was expecting that kind of scoring. You know, the, my pet peeve, I'm not saying I had the right side, I had the wrong side, but I certainly could have cashed it 17 points on the final drive. And I see this all the time, Ross, there's three minutes left and the defense plays prevent defense. It's exactly the wrong thing to do at the end of a half, because think about this. If you give up a bomb and you give up seven points, you get the ball back and you're probably going to be able to score three points. The last thing you want to do with three minutes left is play prevent. You want to play ultra aggressive and stop the other team because you know what? The clock never matters. You give an NFL team more than two minutes, they will never run out of time before they hit the end zone. The, t- the clock is irrelevant. You have to stop them. There's no reason to play conservative on defense unless there's 80 seconds or left or, or less left in the half and you have to go the full field. You know, that's really interesting, Steve. You know, that's sort of how arena teams used to play it. You know, where it's like, hey, man, just score quickly so you can get it back after the other team scores. And we've rapidly become the Arena Football League in that I'm old enough to remember totals 36, 35 back in the 1990s. Now we're seeing the average total around 48, Ross, and it's a whole new ball game. And hey, I'm gonna put I'm gonna blast out to the media. The media is so stupid when it comes to this on fourth and ones. Every time there's a failure in a fourth and one, oh, the Lions should have kicked a field goal to go down one when they were down four at the end of the third quarter. Ridiculous. Of course you go for it. You always go for it fourth and one once you're past the 50. And if you're Belichick or I guess Andy Reid, maybe one out of 20 times, you can do something else. Basic strategy. You don't hit 14 against a six. You stand regardless of what the count is in blackjack. And if you have fourth and one in your opponent's territory, you go for it. You just follow the little $1.99 card. You don't even have to think. And yet all these announcers are like, wow, do you think they should be risky and go for it? It's it, it's atrocious, Ross. It's a really interesting point, especially about the end of the half. Uh, the next game was very disappointing. Eagles, Niners. I had two units on the Eagles getting three and a half points. That's the one that really bothers me because number one, they really could have won the game. But number two, they would have lost 14 to 11, Steve, if Derek Barnett didn't smoke the running back out of bounds after the Niners fumbled for an unnecessary roughness. Final score of the game would have been 14 11, and my three and a half would have covered. So Derek Barnett owes me two units. Moving on to the Bills and the Dolphins. I had one unit on the Dolphins getting three and a half. Obviously, that was a horrific bet. And, you know, even if Tua was healthy, they were not going to stay in that game. I did bounce back, though, Steve. The Texans, I've gotten two back to – the Texans are 2-0 and against the spread for me. I had two units on the Texans catching the 12 against the Browns. I was nervous after Tyrod Taylor got hurt, Steve. But they still hung tough. Yeah, and you've got to worry about Cleveland not being able to celebrate or to separate after the quarterback injury. You know, one of the miracle prop bets, Chubb goes over 90 yards in that game. I think he had 50 for the vast majority of the second half. But um, uh, the Browns' defense not as advertised so far this year. No, it's a good point. 
They have not been as good. Let's go to the Rams, Colts. I leaned Colts. So did you. That lean would have come through. They were getting three and a half. They lost by three, even though Carson Wentz is just all over the place. Steve, we both liked the Steelers laying five against the Raiders. I put one unit on it. You put two units on it. It was a best bet. They lost. They, they lost. The Raiders were the better. The Raiders deserved to win that game, Steve. Yeah, defense got injured for Pittsburgh in the second half. Watt went out. They had another injury. But, you know, the bottom line is we've got to reassess poor Big Ben. And is he even a top 25 quarterback anymore? You know, the eye test says no, Ross. Well, so here's the other thing, too. They didn't have Devin Bush or Joe Hayden for that game. And that's on me, I guess. But last Tuesday, when we do these picks, we do these Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern, so people know. I didn't know that Hayden and Bush were hurt. So you have no Hayden, no Bush. In the secondary, the linebacker, and then you lose Watt early. Uh, that that was a problem. We both leaned to the Patriots, laying the five and a half against the Jets. We had a lot of leans come through. Steve, it's unfortunate. We leaned to the Patriots. That came through. Um, we leaned to the Bears, laying two and a half to the Bengals. That came through. I leaned to the Broncos, laying six to the Jags. That came through. So I need to go. I need to, I need to make bets on more of my leans, evidently. Saints, Panthers, neither one of us had anything. In fact, I think I might have skipped that game last week. That's my bad. I apologize. Would you have made a play on that? Saints laying the three and a half? Carolina plus three and a half or more was a, was a play for me, yes. Got it. Well, I guess I forgot. I Somehow I missed that on looking at DraftKings. I, I skipped over it. My bad, everybody. I apologize. Vikings, Cardinals. So I, I was down on the Eagles, the Dolphins, Steelers. I rallied, Steve. I rallied. Vikings, Cardinals. Vikings were getting four and a half. Should have won the game. But they uh, they covered. They lose by one. You were leaning Cardinals, Falcons, Bucks. We had nothing. Cowboys, Chargers. You put two units on the Cowboys, Steve. Getting three points. I just leaned Cowboys. They pulled it out, even with all those injuries. Zerline makes that kick. They pull it out. Nice two unit bet for you, Steve. Yes, and. One punt in that game. Think about this, Ross. 37 points and only one punt. If you can explain to me how that's even possible, I would like to know. Probably these are two teams you want to play over going forward. Wow. I didn't even realize that. That's interesting. Then you get um, Seahawks, Titans. Seahawks were laying five. We both leaned to the Seahawks. That was one of our only leans that didn't come through. The Seahawks lost the game. Somehow they choked that game out. Unbelievable. Our next best bet, though, boy, I was nervous about this one, Steve, especially early. Ravens getting three and a half against the Chiefs on Sunday Night Football. I was there. What an awesome atmosphere. What an incredible football game. What a great life and job I'm rolling with right now. The Ravens win. You had two units on it. I had one unit on it. So that was the best bet that came through for us. We were one and one on our best bets last week uh, because the Steelers did not come through. The Ravens did. Uh, any different thoughts 
on the Chiefs or the Ravens based on that game, Steve? By the way, your enthusiasm for your job may be curtailed when you catch the Miami of Ohio Army game on Saturday. I don't expect the same fireworks. However, um, you know, that Baltimore game, you know, Lamar Jackson, he was bad in that first quarter, throws the pick six, missed the wide open bomb, the play before seemingly, and turns it over in the red zone. You know, Baltimore could have blown out Kansas City if not for those three um, mistakes by Lamar Jackson early. And it's time to start being concerned about Kansas City. I'm going to give a bonus best bet. DraftKings season win, Kansas City under 12 and a half. Got to lay minus 140. I don't think Kansas City is nearly as good as they were in the past three years. KC under 12 and a half. Interesting, Steve. Finally, we had Monday Night Football. Lions and the Packers. I had a unit on the over, which I think cashed third quarter, early fourth quarter. We got it at 48. So that was one unit for me. And I was even Steven going into last night. And I needed that over to hit to be in the black for the week. Up one unit for the week. Up three units for the year so far. Uh, Steve, you, and by the way, I love the board week three. You had... Jared Goff minus 170 to throw an interception, and he did. He did. It was a two-unit bet, but because it was minus 170, we're going to grade you as up three units on that. That's what grade said to do, which makes sense if it's minus 170 and you put two units on it. So you're up one for the unit for the week as well, and you're up four units for the year. Let us dive into... Week number three in the NFL, after I make sure you know that PicksWise is the number one app for sports betting picks, look, every game, every day, every sport, they will give you the who, how, and why behind every prediction. Loaded with best bets, props, and parlays, you can find in-depth analysis on every game, all for free. Found your pick? Search their latest sportsbook promotions to sign up for an account, compare the odds, and finally place your bet. Download the free PicksWise app now to make your next bet better. PicksWise backs responsible gambling. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, Steve. I'm fired up for this week, but I have a question right from the start, Okay. There are four that I saw, and now this was this morning when I was looking at it, four really good teaser legs, Steve, that I like. Carolina, Arizona, Buffalo, Cleveland. My question for you, is there any rhyme or reason to how you match them? I was going to go Carolina and Arizona because it was the first two on the board, and then go Buffalo and the chart and the Browns because it's the next two on the board. Is there something I should be taking into account there? Yes. The road favorites historically have not been as good in terms of teaser bets as home favorites. So we get a minus eight plus or minus a half favorite. We're going to tease down. That's basic strategy. That's Stanford Wong. Wrote this book, uh, Sharp Sports Betting. They're called Wong Teasers, by the way. I don't know why they're not Fezzik Teasers, because I'm the one to talk to Wong about why this was such a strong play. But uh, regardless, uh, Stanford Wong, really sharp guy. I had the good fortune to work with him for years. And the home Wong Teasers are better. So because of that, 
Buffalo has to go to the head of the class. I think you lock Buffalo up and all your teasers, and then you play them with these other teams that aren't as strong and only put the other teams in on one leg versus Buffalo on all of them. Okay, so you're saying I do a two-unit teaser, Buffalo and Arizona, a two-unit teaser, Buffalo and Carolina, a two-unit teaser, Buffalo and Cleveland. Yes. So three, but then um, but then, then if the Bills blow it, then I'm screwed on all of them. Well, talk to your contacts in Buffalo and make sure they're ready to play because they're the strongest of them all. All right, well, gosh, that feels like a lot to put on the Bills playing Washington, but I think they'll get it done. I'm doing that. I'm doing three, two-unit, two-team teasers. Buffalo from minus eight down to minus two in all three of them. And then Carolina goes down to minus two against Houston. Arizona goes down to minus one and a half against Jacksonville. And Cleveland goes down to minus, oh, that line moved too. Should I, minus one against Chicago? They're down to only minus, they're only down to minus seven. Yes, and that's why I don't have the Cleveland teaser as being as strong because I actually lean a little bit to Chicago in that game. So I can tell you, I'm going to play all three of these teasers also. I'm only going to put one unit on each because I don't want to lose 6.6 units on the Buffalo Bills and suddenly bet triple what I normally bet on something. So just one unit on those three teasers. Those are all best bets, you and I, Ross. The best bet. Triple best bet to start the show. That just happened. I'm in for two units. I am rolling with the Bills. This is going to be a huge get-ahead week for me. Loving it. All right. What about Carolina-Houston? Carolina's laying eight. The total's 43.5. Anything else, Steve? I really don't know how good Mills is for Houston, but I think he's going to be rather poor. Carolina has been the one team that's absolutely overachieved versus expectations. Two straight stellar games. Um, as far as the, at the seven and a half line, I got to pass this. Too much uncertainty, Houston quarterback. Yeah, well, it's eight right now. Carolina's laying eight. How about Sunday slate? Arizona laying seven and a half against Jacksonville. Totals 51 and a half. And yes, as discussed, they're part of our teaser trio your thoughts on any other bets in this game you know basic strategy says back at zero and two straight up team i think that's historically been a profitable subset but i just can't do it i think all of the issues with urban meyer and do his assistant coaches not like him do they like him do the players not relate to him here's a coach that's used to winning 80 90 percent of his games and all of a sudden you got a question is he going to win 10 or 20 percent of them this year until i see anything that looks like jacksonville has turned the corner i'm going to have to pass on jacksonville games yeah i'm just doing the teaser there washington at buffalo now here's the thing steve washington's getting eight points i am debating especially when it was eight and a half I was debating putting a unit on Washington. Tell, tell me how what tell me the math on that. 
Like, can I middle it, right? Where the Bills win, but they're not going to cover, in my mind, the eight and a half. Is that smart or stupid? It absolutely is smart. So two completely independent bets, and both can have positive expectation. Here, though, we have to go ahead. I think DraftKings, I love everything DraftKings does. I love their huge menu of options, including season wins throughout the year. But I really think they're making a mistake here. They're dealing this spread low at eight right now. So I couldn't recommend a Washington plus eight bet because you could even get 10 later on in the week, potentially. Everyone saw the Giants outplay Washington week two. And Washington is a team whose defense is not meeting expectations. But the real bargain here is that the line eight, the market's eight and a half. Who cares? It's not going to land eight. But being able to tease that eight down to two just makes the Bills so attractive that uh, I really love Buffalo Bills teasers. Happy we got the three best bets with just with Buffalo. I'm going to pass the Washington side. If I got 10, that would be my buy price. I'm going to pass Washington because it was eight and a half this morning and now it's eight. And that would annoy me if they lost by eight and I push rather than winning. Let's get to the Chargers and the Chiefs. The Chiefs are laying six and a half. They've been horrible against the spread, Steve. Yeah, I really want the Chargers in seven, Ross. So I'm going to hold out for the seven. At seven, the Chargers would be a play. You know, below that seven is such a critical number. I got to go ahead and pass the six and a half. Remember what the Chiefs do. They just win close games. They play well enough to win. And frankly, they played well enough to beat Baltimore till, you know, Edwards Hilaire, you know, choked away the game. And I love the post-game conference where, you know, Kelsey says, you know, we're a team and we win together and we lose together. And no one player costs us the game except for this game. And it was him. He fumbled and it was all on Edwards Hilaire. Um, hey, one point I do want to make. I, I just said that the eight is not important in the NFL. Let me put a caveat. The word is out. When you are down 14 and you score late, you go for two. The NFL teams have all gotten the memo, courtesy of the Philadelphia Eagles, three years ago. So eight is a lot more important in terms of the chance of game lands eight or six versus just three years ago. It's a great point, Steve. Um, I would lean to the Chargers. And by the way, I would lean Washington getting the eight. I would lean to the Chargers getting the six and a half. The total is 55 and a half. Ravens at the Detroit Lions. The Ravens are laying nine. What do you think, Steve? Total of 49 and a half. Difficult to bet this. I think you got to go with the Lions here. I mean, the Lions, I like a lot of what I saw from the Lions last night. They failed on fourth and one, correct to go for it. And, you know, I don't know. Ross, I don't know why every NFL team doesn't have the same play call on fourth and one. You put out three or four wide receivers, you pretend to possibly pass, and then you run. That play has never failed. In the history of the NFL, it's 168-0. You picked up the first down. Alternatively, you can put out a pass formation and pass, and you fail all the time like the Lions do. Or you can put in the jumbo backfield, and that play always fails when you try to run right up the middle. The old, if we can't get a yard, we don't deserve to get it. How many times, Ross, were you in that formation and you looked up at a loaded box and said, this is not going to work, right? It, it's it's not fun. It's not fun running into it like that. Uh, I'm with the – did you have a bet on that game, Steve? Yeah, I'm going to take the Lions for one unit. I think they played much better than the final score. And bottom line, the Ravens just had these back-to-back 
down to the wire, close emotional games. It is a soft spot for Baltimore. Got to back the Lions. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm going with the Lions. Only one unit. I don't love the number nine. I wish that was ten and a half. I'd probably go two units. But I'm going to go one unit on the Lions. They've done some really positive things. Ravens, that was such an emotional game for them against the Chiefs. One unit for me. Lions plus the nine. That's the best bet. The best bet. Bears-Browns, we discussed. We both teased the Browns down from minus seven to minus one. The total's 46. Anything else on that game, Steve? Just that the you know the Bears got the win against the Bengals. Didn't like what I saw at all. That offense is really struggling for the Bears, and that's not a team that I want to be backing right now. Colts at the Titans. We don't know who the quarterback is for the Colts. Wentz sprains both ankles. Colts right now getting five and a half points. Totals 48. The spot says Colts, backs against the wall, absolutely have to come out and bring it. Colts are favored in this game on the look ahead during the summer. test says Colts are going to win five games this year. I want no part of them. I pass. Yeah, I, the quarterback uncertainty, I can't do it. What about the Bengals getting four points in Pittsburgh against the Steelers with a total of 44? I got to look closely at the Pittsburgh injury report. Without having that, I'm really not sure yet. It depends upon where that defense gets healthy or not. Yeah, I mean, even Roethlisberger has an injury now. I think he'll play, but he's not feeling good. It's not good. All right, this is an interesting one. The Saints, after that disappointing performance against the Panthers, in New England against the Patriots, Patriots are laying three, totals 41 and a half. So what's interesting about this game is that it's really a soft three. And what do I mean by that? If you if you lay three, you get even money. If you take at many books, if you take three, some books are charging you a little extra in VIG. Um, I'm going to lean to the Patriots. The spot is terrible for the Saints in that week one, they had to go to Jacksonville. The, remember the training in Texas. Then week two, they got to go to Carolina. Now, I know week four, they're going to be playing at home. I imagine that they're in a transition. I got to still research this in terms of whether they're still practicing in Texas or whether they're moving the practices back to New Orleans. A ton of disruptions, third straight game away from home, really bad situational spot. I wish that the Saints had won last week against Carolina because then it would be like a game of the year type of situation to bet against them. But because they got absolutely drilled, this line went from pick to three and now the Saints are in a good bounce-back spot. I still lean New England. Yeah, I like the bounce-back spot for the Saints. I will lean the other way, New Orleans. The Falcons are getting three points against the Giants in New York, total of 48-and-a-half. So I have a proven piece of crap team in the Giants and a likely piece of crap team in Atlanta. All things being equal, if I'm getting three points, I'm going to bet on the likely piece of crap team – that could actually be an average team. Atlanta, misleading final score against Tampa Bay. They actually, stats were pretty close to equal in that game. Now, of course, the Giants fans could argue the same thing's really true, and they should have beaten Washington. But the bottom line is, with a limited home field edge, the Boo Birds could well be out. If it was two and a half, I'd be passing. At three, I will go ahead and take Atlanta uh, for two units. Love it. That's another best bet. I'm only putting one unit on it because it's plus three. 
it was plus three and a half, I'd probably be putting two units on it. But one unit Atlanta, for all the reasons you just mentioned, it's a best bet. The best bet. What about the Jets getting ten and a half against the Broncos, total of 41? I have to admit, normally by this time, I've watched most of the games gone back to NFL Rewind. I have not seen the Jets-Patriots. I know that it was an even stat game that Wilson threw four picks in. Until I see what the heck went on with those turnovers, I cannot recommend a bet on the Jets. The spot and the situation screams Jets. I'm passing. Yeah, I really like the Jets in this game. Their defense has actually played pretty well the first two weeks. Zach Wilson's not throwing four picks again. I think Denver's good. I don't think they're great. I think they benefited from playing the Giants and the Jaguars. Ten and a half points? You kidding me? Two units on the New York Jets, gang green, getting those ten and a half points. Let's get to another late game. Dolphins are getting three and a half from the Raiders, Steve. We don't know who the quarterback is for the Dolphins. Yeah, I don't know if it matters who the quarterback is because I only have two and a half point better than Jacoby Brissett. And if two is not 100%, all of a sudden we'd rather have Brissett. So I may as well just power rate it based upon Brissett taking over. I have to be concerned about the Dolphins, a team that won all those close games last year. And now that Buffalo beatdown, that was ugly. That was really, really um, a concern for the rest of the year for the Dolphins. I'm going to pass this game. Yeah, I'm passing it as well. Uh, I'm, I'm just not – I've been burned too many times over the years – betting games where there's quarterback uncertainty. So I'm out. Uh, as for the Bucks and the Rams, game of the weekend, really, Steve, the Bucks are getting a point. The total is 55 and a half. You know, what's interesting about this game is that the obviously Tampa has been rolling and everyone's talking about how strong they are. If you look at them, you know, just in terms of their statistics, eh, good, nothing special in terms of yards per play turnovers, um, getting um, interception return touchdowns and the like. At the end of the year, or by the middle of the year, we might be saying the Rams are better and they should have been favored in this game. But then again, how much home field do the Rams really have in L.A.? Well, a lot more than the Chargers, but it's not all that significant. Um, This is a game, Ross, I would tease either team. I think it's going to be a close game. So whoever the markets wind up making a a one-and-a-half-point favorite if there's a movement on this game – I want to tease the dog up to seven and a half. So let's keep an eye on that. So if um, the Rams become a one and a half point dog, I'll tease them. If Tampa gets to be a one point dog, I tease them up to seven and a half. Either team, I, I like the teaser. We'll just keep an eye on where this line goes. Interesting. Okay. Uh, Seattle and Minnesota. The Vikings are getting two points at home against the Seahawks. Total 55 and a half again. Vikings 0-2. Could easily be 2-0. Could have beat the Bengals, losing overtime. Certainly should have beaten Seattle in the end game. I don't think we could really say they should have won the game because Seattle was in control for most of the way. But Vikings are undervalued. But, um, you know, Seattle is a team that absolutely is in a bounce-back spot after losing to the Titans. And normally I'd be on the Vikings. If Seattle was 2-0, I'd be betting the Vikings here and teasing them. As it is, I will lean. You know, I'll – why not? One more teaser. I'll tease Minnesota up to the plus eight with the Bills one more time for a best bet. One unit. 
Before we get to the primetime game, Steve, I just want to make sure everybody knows I love Duralast Elite Brake Pads. Yeah, you weren't expecting that, were you? Well, they're available exclusively at AutoZone. We know Duralast parts are proven tough, but Duralast Elite is on an entirely different level. Three times more durable than a typical Duralast pad. That's crazy. They've got this hex pattern that Steve probably invented that keeps them performing longer, which makes it safer, smoother, and quieter stops. And since AutoZone has over 6,000 locations nationwide and more ways to shop online and in-store, you will have absolutely no problem picking up, a set, picking up a set we need them most. The future of stopping starts with Duralast Elite Brake Pads only at AutoZone. All right, the primetime games I really like, Steve. It's Green Bay. They were getting four this morning. Now they're getting three and a half from the Niners, total 49 and a half. All right, so I want to bet San Francisco because they own Green Bay. They Their offense cooks against this team and has had great success. However, last week I told you San Francisco is in a great spot. These back-to-back East Coast games where they, they spend the week out there and they kick butt and they cover again against Philly. Well, guess what? After being away from home, and Ross, this probably relates to you. you. You've juggled this your whole life. You're away from that family and your friends and your life for eight, ten days, and you finally come home. Boom, distractions. All of a sudden, it's difficult. Yeah, you got guys to take care of things for you, but even that requires management. Bottom line is when San Fran has come home after being away from home for ten days, they've stunk. They lost to the Eagles in that situation as a big favorite. They didn't cover against the Steelers in that situation as a big favorite. And they lost to Atlanta end of the year last year after staying East for two weeks. So I want no part of San Francisco in that spot. I want no part of Green Bay in a bad matchup against San Francisco. I want the over. San Fran always moves the ball well against Green Bay. San Fran's injured. Greenlaw's injured. The linebacker, secondary cluster injuries. And I love what I saw from Aaron Rodgers against Detroit. Hey, Detroit was calling timeouts, and they just went ahead and tried to throw a bomb up 17 with three minutes to play. The Scantling, so a lot to like in the over. The over is two units. I'm going with the Packers. Um, I, I think this is a toss-up game. Anytime you give me more than a field goal in a game I think is true toss-up, could go either way, I'm going to take it. I'll take the Packers plus the three and a half. Wish I was getting the four. Two units, Green Bay Packers. Monday night football. Eagles at the Cowboys. The Cowboys are laying for the total is 52, Steve. So very difficult game because of the injuries. I know the Cowboys have lots of injuries that hit. They gave out a ton of offense to the Chargers, over 400 yards. So don't tell me that that Cowboy defense is fixed. But the Eagles are also injured. So... I got to map out all these different guys missing before I make a bet on this game. And it being the Monday night game, it's the game I do the work on the latest until I can go through all the injury reports. Maybe you're more um, up on this, Ross. I got to pass. Yeah, I feel very similarly about this to what I do about Green Bay and 49ers. I think it's a toss-up game. I think it could go either way. They both have their injury issues. And you're going to give me four points for a team I think has a great chance to win in the Eagles. I'm going to take it. Two units on the Philadelphia Eagles plus four. That'll do it for this week on the Even Money Podcast. 
Presented, of course, by DraftKings. Reminder, patreon.com slash rtmedia. Tuckheads level. That's how you can get all the bets we just gave you in print if you want to be able to go back and look at them. Other than that, check him out on social media at Fezzik Sports. Check me out at Ross Tucker NFL. And check us out at Ross Tucker Pod. I think we're done here. Good luck, everybody. Hope you guys win some money. Thanks for listening to the Even Money Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, the Fantasy Feast, Business of Sports, and the College Draft. All available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found. A lot of times on the show, I mentioned DraftKings. Here's what you need to know. You got to be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 100Gambler or in Indiana, 109 with it. By the way, if what I was talking about included a deposit bonus, doesn't always, sometimes it does. Deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough, and deposit bonuses are paid out in site credit. 